Hello, you're listening to the Achieve With Me podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a life coach, in my opinion, all of these things are very closely linked to having a positive mindset. And this has come up a lot for me in my journey towards success within my career. In fact, it still does. I'll be sharing my own highs and lows from the last 13 years of my career, plus a good deal of confidence and communication techniques that you can start implementing today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Achieve With Me podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today I wanted to discuss the topic of furlough or long-term leave from work. What a year it's been. So as you'll probably all have seen in the news or have realised yourself, this week marked the 12-month anniversary since the UK went into our first lockdown. And I think we've all been having a bit of a reflection about this time. Part of me can't believe it's been a year, to be honest. But then the other part of me thinks, God, I can't remember what it's like to have a normal routine anymore. Things have just changed so much. I think it's fair to say that lockdown hit the UK hard. I've seen, and I'm sure you have too, so many pieces of content online saying things like, we're all in the same boat. And I have to say, I do find solidarity somewhat encouraging, and so I did appreciate this. But having thought about it a bit more, and I've also noticed some other different perspectives, saying things like, we're not in the same boat, we might be in the same storm, but some of us are on a private yacht and some of us are in a rapidly sinking dinghy. And I definitely resonated with this. Everybody has had such a unique journey throughout the past 12 months, both in terms of the practical sides of things and how they've handled things on an emotional level. Take my dad, for instance. His job is a dry stone waller. So he literally makes walls in the countryside. And he works alone in a remote field all day. His life has not really changed. He's still been able to go about his normal routine. He's still be able to work all the way throughout the year. Now, obviously, there's been the inconveniences of like the pub being shut, obviously, absolutely catastrophic, <laughs> and not been able to see family members and that sort of thing. So that's been tough. But really, as I said, in terms of his routine, he's been able to remain relatively sane during this time. But then if I look at a friend of mine, you know, she's been on furlough for six months, then got made redundant, got another job, thank goodness, but unfortunately was then furloughed again. It's just been such an emotional struggle for people. And in her situation, living in the middle of a really busy city with no garden or outdoor space, not being able to leave the flat at all, you know, how are those... two scenarios can ever be deemed the same is beyond me. So we really are just at opposite ends of the spectrum sometimes. And I think that, you know, we really need to start thinking about how people are coping with things and really looking at each other's situations. I suppose 
now we are in a position where the return to work is imminent, I can't help but notice that whilst of course we're all chomping at the bit to get back to normal, there are a large number upon us who are feeling a mixture of anxiety and apprehension about the return to work. You know, thinking things like, what if I can't remember how to do my job? What if I can't react to situations as efficiently as I used to? Not driven my car for six months, certainly not for that distance. I'm really worried about the journey to work, never mind what happens when I get there. Change, you know, will my old colleagues still be there? Will my manager have changed? Will we be split from working from home and the office? And how am I now going to juggle my family life versus my career when I've been so used to spending so much time at home? All these different thoughts going round and round. And I think, to be honest, given the situation, it's totally understandable to have all these considerations. The truth is... When we are out of the habit of having to consider all of these things, it can be so daunting to just have to dive right back in to such a fast-paced scale of life when you think about, you know, the slow pace of life that we've had to get used to. And especially, you know, that goes for all of us as well, even the people that have still been working. The pace of life has naturally slowed down so significantly. To take work out of the equation and then have it all just seem to snap back to normal overnight. I don't blame people for being a bit worried about it. Interestingly, I reflected on this, and I realised that this must be how men and women who have been on paternity and maternity leave must have been feeling for years. I don't really think they've maybe been given the credit for that thought must go through their mind of how do I incorporate work now that my life and and my routine have just totally been turned upside down having done some research about this because I I am actually quite interested in this topic and I think there's so many different ways in which we can advise and help people that are in this situation so I have done a bit of research about you know the people who are on furlough or any long-term leave such as maternity what they feel most anxious about when they think about returning to work. Um, And as a result, I've put together five tips just to kind of help you start getting back into that frame of mind and start getting ready to return to work. So I'm just going to go through these tips and hopefully they might help. So tip number one, I honestly think this is probably one of the most important ones on the list, which is why I've put it first. So it's crafting a winning schedule. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, certainly within office work, we find that our day is ruled by two things. Either your email inbox or your calendar, so depending on what meetings or calls that you've got in there. Now, I want you to get back into the habit of shaping your day using a digital calendar. Personally, I use Google Calendars, so you can access this for free by just setting up a Gmail account, which again is free, um, and Google Calendars comes as part of that. So the first thing to do is just writing down all of your daily tasks or, or weekly tasks or whatever. So looking at your week Monday to Friday, it might even be just tasks such as put a load of washing on or do the school run. Whatever it is that you're doing daily and weekly, but just write them all out on a piece of paper and just really look at all the things that 
make up your routine really at the moment. Then plot them into your calendar with how long they take. So it might be like school run 8.30 till 9.15 or whatever. Um, And once they're in the calendar, start to colour code them based on importance. This simple act helps you to make some sort of structure from your day, but also see where your gaps of time are. How often do we say the words, oh, I don't know where the day goes, I just haven't got time to do anything. But when we're just pottering around the house, we, we can tend to lose hours of time and just not know what we've been up to. So I think sometimes it's really helpful to just look at the gaps that you've got in that schedule and think, A, what have I been doing in these gaps? Like in the last couple of weeks, for example. But also, how could I be more productive here? Now, the goal is to keep adding tasks into that calendar to start getting back into the habit of having a full schedule. And that schedule will then be prioritised by what's really important and what can wait. And then when you can work out what could possibly wait, it really helps you to prioritise that time. So really, really important, that one. Tip number two is... Really having self-reflection and getting to the bottom of what you're most worried about for the return. So take out a journal, notepad and pen, you know I love a good journaling session by now, and write out the following questions. How am I feeling? What am I truly worried about happening when I do return to work? How might this hold me back in progressing? How would it feel if I could remove this fear and focus more on my work? Is there anyone I could talk to for advice on this? And this could be literally getting in touch with your manager, if that's possible, or speaking to a friend who's in the same situation as you, because there are so many of us out there at the moment in this situation. And finally, what first steps can I take to prepare me for this? Tip number three is try to brush up on learning. There are unlimited resources out there in the form of books, podcasts and online courses. The journaling exercise that I just mentioned may highlight some knowledge-based concerns that you've got. If this is the case, take some time to read up on industry-related content just to get you back into the mindset of using that terminology again. And if there is a knowledge gap, take some time to research it and sort of reintroduce these topics to your mind. I know in the past, when um, I used to work in IT sales, in the past, if there's a particular area of technology that I didn't understand, all of them, I'd shy away from, I am joking, but on a serious note, I would shy away from that particular area because I wouldn't want to be prompted on it. Now, this is a really good time to reflect on if there is an area of your job that you're not that confident in and think about, well, how can I brush up? How can I use this time to make sure that not only do I go back feeling confident, but I actually go back even more well-informed than I was before. Now, this will sound like a really basic piece of knowledge, but I was so surprised to find out the wide range of content that is on YouTube. I mean, there's videos for literally everything. And I think that if you just type in that thing that you're unsure about, I guarantee there'll be some some content on there to help you. So just give it a go and see what you think. 
So tip number four is going to be planning ahead. Again, this sounds basic, but a lot of people who are on long-term leave have a concern about how they're going to juggle home and work life when they're back in the ground. By creating a meal plan, like for you and your family and just batch cooking, it's one less thing to think about. Be kind to future you. Let's face it, it's likely that on your first week back, you're probably going to be feeling a bit frazzled or drained towards the end of the days. And this is all just part of adjusting to a new routine. So, have home-cooked meals rather than resorting to takeaways and you will definitely thank yourself later on. And, if it were me, I'd be saving the takeaway for Friday or Saturday night to congratulate yourself on surviving the week. And tip number five, so not always a popular one, but I find it so helpful, affirmations. So affirmations might not be for everyone, but they absolutely do work. A really powerful affirmation will start with the words, I am. Now you can use these affirmations to challenge any negative thoughts that come up. Positive affirmations are just a really fantastic way to boost your confidence. And although I appreciate it can feel quite strange to sort of repeat statements about yourself, by doing this daily, studies have shown that we can maintain our sense of self-integrity by telling ourselves, or affirming as the word suggests, what we believe in positive ways. The key really is to do these out loud, um, but you can, if it's not practical for you, depending on the privacy element within your home, um, then you can kind of say them in your mind. But I know that a lot of people like to um, sort of chant their affirmations in the car. So if you are like going to the shops or anything like that in the car, could be a good idea to do them then. So start off by thinking about a time in the past when you were at work, totally in flow, just smashing it. And you felt really confident, you felt like you knew what you were doing, and you just really felt very competent in that moment. Now get your list ready and write down all of the ways that you are great at your job. And there are loads of them, you know there are, it's just it feels like it's been such a long time since you've actually revisited it. So you might write something like, I provide excellent customer experiences, I am extremely diligent in everything that I do. I am often praised for my managerial skills. I am energetic. There's loads of different things that you could write down um, and subsequently say out loud. And only you'll really know the ones that kind of do lift you up. But really try and relate them to a time within your working day where you have felt that sort of confidence and, and you felt unstoppable. Because I think that's really important. But with all this in mind... I think one thing that's really important to acknowledge is change is inevitable. I don't say this to panic you, but it's extremely likely that there will have been change whilst you've not been working, especially if it's been over a really long period of time. Now, what I'd like to say is I encourage you to just try and embrace this change and commit to being one of those people who return to work with a proactive solutions focused outlook there will be plenty of people who resist this change and 
let's face it, you want to make a good impression with your boss. So just try your hardest to accept that some things will be outside of your control. And once you return to work, everything will be made clear. Now, if you are feeling a bit of resistance around putting these tips into action and sort of wondering whether they'll work, I do understand because it's really common to get into a sort of unproductive slump when you have more time than you can fill. And I talked about motivation or lack of my own motivation in a recent podcast, so you're not alone. But consider this. Imagine two scenarios. Day one of returning to work, having not attempted implementing any of the suggested tips... You're probably still anxious and you're scolding yourself for not making more of an effort. Or, day one of returning to work, having regularly implemented the suggested tips, you might still be dubious about a couple of things, maybe the affirmations, (laughs) but you've practiced the tangible skills to get your head back in the game. Now, I know which one I prefer, and if you do have all this additional time when you plot out your schedule and see those gaps, you might as well give it a go. Now, I hope these tips were interesting for you. I've actually been, as I mentioned at the beginning, particularly interested in this topic. And I was considering creating a mini course to provide a real boost of positivity for people who are preparing for that return to work. Love to hear what you think. So please do DM me on Instagram if you agree, or if you want to share any personal challenges that you feel should be addressed in such a course. Now, as I always say, I'm always keen to hear about any challenges that do come up within your day that you would like to hear a podcast on. So again, please do feel free to contact me with any suggestions for topics for the podcast and I'd absolutely be honoured to cover that topic because sometimes you might think, oh, I don't know, I don't know, maybe it's it's not something that's like an everyday challenge, but so many other people could be going through that. So actually... You'd be helping so many other people just by putting it forward as a suggestion. So don't be shy. Please do get in touch. Right, that is going to be it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as ever, if you like what you heard, please do leave me a rating and a review. And don't forget, if you're not already following me on social media, I am at Rachel Harriet Coaching on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Achieve With Me podcast. Please do leave me a rating and a review. And as ever, I would love to hear from you on upcoming topics that you'd like to hear about on the Achieve With Me podcast. Have a great day.